She was nine years old, mean as a snake. She hated her brother, but he was the only person she could trust. She got a kick out of playing wicked pranks on Henry, and two, on Henry's detestable best friend, Tim Diamond. Whenever they teased her, and they teased her mercilessly, Pearl made them pay. She could be a witch when she wanted to, and she had no conscience about making Henry cry. Sometimes he deserved it, like when he called her Ratface in front of her schoolmates. Pearl Peterson actually enjoyed punishing Henry, making him bawl like a baby. Tim Diamond, he never cried, hard as she'd tried. She was determined to break Tim, too. Meanness was her nature, but Pearl had never, ever been mean to Rupert. She liked ice cream, chocolate raspberry crunch swirl. Rupert kept a gallon carton in the small fridge in the galley of the main salon. She liked Rupert's little rooms, the captain's quarters, tucked behind the pilot house. Rupert's rooms were cozy, full of warmth and pleasure. Except when Rupert went away and left her alone in there. Then sometimes she felt frightened and would cry out for Rupert to come and rescue her. From what? She wasn't sure what to call it, only that she didn't like it when Rupert left her in the captain's quarters. She liked Rupert, though, and if he weren't an adult, she might even have trusted him. He wasn't like the other adults Pearl knew. Nothing like her parents. They ignored Pearl and Henry. Why did they even bother having kids if they were always too busy to give them any attention? She hated her parents, and she wished they were dead. When she was a good girl, in Rupert's sense of good, when Pearl wasn't resisting, Rupert rewarded her with ice cream and other treats. She was happy being a good girl for him. But sometimes, at home with her family, she worried that she might give their secret away. Hers and Rupert's. Not because she would ever tell on him, ever report him, or make up lies or exaggerated stories. No, because Rupert loved her, and she wanted to tell everyone, including her stupid parents, who were never home when she needed them, who never cared whether she was happy or sad, never even cared if she lived or died. She wanted to tell them how good Rupert was to her. But that was forbidden, and above all, her word to Rupert was sacred. They had made a pact. Her brother knew, but Henry had his own secret friend, who rewarded him when he was very good. Henry was often good. Sometimes when she and her brother were alone, out of their parents' earshot, Henry would say to Pearl, I wish Larry was my real father. Pearl would always answer, Well, someday I'm going to marry Rupert. To that remark, Henry would inevitably cock his head to one side and pretend to think it over. Then he'd break out into a fiendish grin. Hell no, he'd say. You're way too ugly. And then Pearl would know that everything was normal, that she had no reason to fear, either for Henry or for herself. This morning, shortly after dawn, Pearl lay in her bed at home. The gentle baritone of foghorns had crooned her awake. The house was quiet as she rose and went into the bathroom. She showered and washed her raggedy red mop. Looking in the mirror, she saw her owl-shaped face and curled her upper lip at it. Rupert kept assuring her that her homely face didn't matter. Still, 
she held out hope that one day she'd be as pretty as her mom. As pretty, but not as cold. By 6.30, Pearl was dressed and ready to go. Henry took a little longer to get dressed, so they didn't get started until almost seven o'clock. They left by the side door, as usual. This summer morning, a thick fog blanketed the city, and they couldn't see more than three feet in front of them. In the public park adjacent to their house on Magnolia Bluff, Tim Diamond was waiting for them, standing beneath a dewy madrona, barely visible in the fog. Tim Diamond was carrying a plastic trash bag full of something, but Pearl couldn't tell what. Pearl and Henry followed Tim down the steep, rocky path to the beach. The dinghy had already arrived. They could see its prow poking through the fog.